You are a storyteller, and you're both the main character and the author of your story. Are you ready to pick up the pen and decide how your story goes? Welcome to the Rewriting Myth Podcast, where we use mindset, spirituality, myths, legends, and history to craft your personal mythology and spark a paradigm shift from within. Let's dive in. Today, we are going to be talking about a modern myth, the American dream. And we're going to be going into that by talking about how the standard checklist to happiness ain't cutting it for many modern people. And so we're going to cue in your soul's calling. And then later on, we're going to introduce notabilia. But first, before any of that, let's go into a little bit of story time. Now, this might be a part of my story, but I bet you'll see yourself here and there within it as well. So for most of my adult life, I felt adrift in this kind of like a vast space of careers and passions and hobbies. And it was as though as I floated on with various parts of me and my interests within my sight, but none of them were enticing enough or something that I could commit enough to to be able to anchor myself to. And I think that many people go through a similar process like this. They graduate high school or university, and they think they've got their path all figured out when they realize that part of aging is having different values and interests as a mature adult than they did when they were 18. And as an aside, isn't it wild that the expectation for high school students is to figure out what they're going to do for the rest of their working lives until they reach retirement age? I mean, as an adult in her 30s, I wouldn't dream of expecting an 18-year-old to make decisions that would have ramifications for decades. So why the hell are we doing this for most 18-year-olds? I don't know. That's a different point, and I digress. But anyway, thinking about myself when I was an 18-year-old, when I graduated from high school and I started at my local university, I majored in flute performance, and I was so sure that I would retire as a professional musician. And... Let's just say that the 18-year-old Monica did not anticipate that there would be a time in her future when she didn't want to be a part of that cutthroat world any longer. And if you've ever been a part of the music performance world, then you know what I am talking about. Anyway, I did what most people would do when they drop out of university and school. I got a real job. Something safe that I wouldn't hate doing. So I found something that seemed to check off both boxes. I started at a corporation selling high-end fashion. Corporation equals safe and fashion equals fun, right? Just as long as I focused on those two things, I'd be set for life, safely doing something interesting while also making sure that I was doing the responsible adult thing, right? Well, not so much. Turns out, Life as an adult human person means facing uncertainty while also having a really deep yearning to express oneself, tapping into something more profound than simply just showing up for work each day and showing typical and socially acceptable mile markers on social media. I'm talking like engagement photos or the I've been promoted Instagram caption every few years or wedding day photos, pregnancy announcements, apple picking photos with your significant other and toddler, kids graduations, retirement, celebration photos, the whole nine yards, right? These are beautiful moments. I want to say that. These are beautiful moments that should be celebrated. And I don't want to sound like I'm discounting them. But these are some of the central moments in a person's life highlight reel. And 
there's something missing in this rundown of your typical American dream life, right? I think that's what's missing is individual expression. So did you notice how the highlight real bullet points that I rattled off showed someone else's life only in how they are related to other people? So for example, like engagement, obviously that's related to another person. You can't have an engagement without somebody to be engaged to. A promotion, that's your relationship to an outside job, corporation, career, body of people that you work for, right? Wedding, again, to another person. Pregnancy, this is your relationship to another person, albeit an unborn one. Pumpkin picking, related to your family. You you know what I mean, the list goes on and on. And I want to highlight this because there's more to life than ticking off the standard life's milestones and a, quote, good life isn't like a road trip where you can make pre-planned stops before you reach your final destination. This is where you hear people start to talk about how unhappy they are in their picture-perfect lives, where they say things like, I've got it all. I've got a good family, a good job, a good house, good kids. I should be happy. I should be grateful. But yet something is missing. And when these people have thoughts like these, you can cue in the self-shaming that happens when you know in your gut something is missing. But you gaslight yourself into thinking that you shouldn't feel that way and really that you should feel grateful. Now, as for me, I don't have kids or the retirement already, but I have definitely felt that self-shame that comes when you start to have this cognitive dissonance, these really conflicting thoughts with each other. I had the good house, the good marriage, the good career, all of that. But I was depressed because I knew in my soul there was something that was missing from my life. And I knew it wasn't because I didn't have kids. I cannot tell you how many people told me I would feel better if I had kids. And that kids are what fills up the holes in people's lives. But anytime I heard this, I knew in my gut that was not true. I didn't want to burden an unborn child with the responsibility of making me whole. I mean, how unfair would it be to give a child a full-time job like that? No, finding wholeness was, and still is, my responsibility. It's not my spouse's responsibility. It's not an unborn child's responsibility to make me whole. It is my job, my responsibility to find what makes me whole and go out and express things and do what it is that is I feel in my gut that is missing, right? So since my depression and my consequent quarter-life crisis where I walked into my corporate boss's office and I quit unexpectedly without a plan, <laughs> I realized that the hole I felt there was because I didn't allow myself to hear my inner desires and what my soul was calling me to do. I was doing something safe and something that would get me to the end goal as quickly as possible, but as safely as possible. That's what's really taught in the university system, or at least that was taught when I was in school, I will say. Now, I had told myself I couldn't possibly do what I wanted to or express myself in that way because I I wasn't doing the standard path to happiness that I saw everywhere. I saw this kind of checklist to the happy American dream life everywhere in books and movies and university advertisements, like I mentioned, the news, etc. I mean, it's everywhere, right? I had told myself there's just something wrong with me. But with recent social media movements like social justice, strikes, labor unions, 
rallies for racial justice, me too, time's up, all of those types of things. And with recent global events like, hello, the COVID-19 pandemic, the standard path has been called into question by the collective. And more and more of us are starting to see that your typical get a degree, get married, get a good job, have kids, blah, 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 that type of path ain't for everybody. This standard path with these typical bullet points is a myth in both meanings of the word. So it's a modern myth in the colloquial sense, so it's a widespread falsehood. But also, the American dream path is also a cultural mythos. It's a collection of stories that are repeated over and over until they're deeply rooted within the collective unconscious. And it's part of our social conditioning because of that. So how often do we see these types of stories play out in modern culture, right? How many books and TV shows and movies have the hero do just that? They get the degree, they get married, they get the kids, they get the job, blah, 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 right? I mean, it's even a standard term like, oh, he gets the girl and the job, right? That type of thing. How often do we hear that? It's no wonder why all this, the standard path is so ingrained into our psyches. Even with all of that, though, some people are being called to do more and to follow their soul's calling. What I call your soul's calling, at least. Everyone's calling is different because everyone has a unique expression and mix of values and passions, and etc. In the past year and a half, I've finally stopped gaslighting myself, really. I've stopped cutting away the parts of myself that didn't fit into the checklist for the American dream, and I started listening to what my own soul's calling is. And this podcast that you're consuming, Rewriting Myth, is for me a result of that process. So Rewriting Myth, for me, it it culminates my passions, my interests, and my purpose, and things like that, regardless of what anybody else thinks about it. I hope you enjoy it, but I'm sure there are plenty of people in the 7 billion billion plus population of the earth um, that would probably disagree with me, but that's all right. I'm doing this because I am feeling so called to do that. And I'm incredibly passionate about looking at our modern world with a critical eye and seeing how that impacts we see ourselves and the world around us. Shifting the paradigm on both a cultural and a personal level is my life's work and purpose of my my work. It's my life's goal. So as I create more podcasts like this and newsletters on my Substack, you'll be able to see different examples of rewriting myth in our own world, our modern world, our history and mythology and religious stories and things like that. Because can't believe I'm doing this, but here we go. As my mom used to always quote and always tell me, you can't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. She used to always say that all the time and I rolled my eyes every time she said it, but here I am saying it now. I am saying that because we can't create the future that we want for ourselves and for the world if we don't see how we came to be and what brought us here. And at Rewriting Myth, we'll focus on these mythologies that we're currently in, the social conditioning that impacts us and the beliefs and sometimes false belief that creates our realities. We'll start to see for ourselves if we want to keep these mythologies or if we want to start to rewrite myth. We'll also go into historical, mythological, and religious stories that have had a hand in shaping our current culture and see how these affect our ability to rewrite myth. And in between these regular episodes and newsletters and things like that, we'll look much more closely and deeply at these historical and mythical examples in a series that I call Notabilia. So, introducing Notabilia, Shakespeare, 
cover your eyes, shield your eyes, Shakespeare, because you're not going to like this one. He said that brevity is the soul of wit, at least according to the internet. I think that's from Hamlet, actually. Uh, But don't quote me. I am not a Shakespeare expert for sure. (laughs) But even if brevity is the soul of wit, some things deserve a much closer look and a deeper dive. So enter Notabilia. My goal for regular podcast episodes and newsletters like this is to give you a boost of information, um, some food for thought and guidance on how to start to craft your own personal mythology or the stories you tell yourself about yourself so often that they just kind of transcend into the personal unconscious. So for these regular episodes to be as potent as and effective as possible, I try my best to focus really intently on what's most important and what's most relevant to know. But the thing is, is that humans have been roaming the planet for way too long to be able to encapsulate why we're all the way we are in just these little 15, 20, 30 minute bite-sized chunks that I can do here on the podcast. So there's so much more to say than time on the podcast allows for, honestly. So I'm sharing all of that rich and juicy depth in my Notabilia series. Now, Notabilia is Latin for notable, and for us here in the modern day, it means more like things worth noting. And when it comes to modern culture, mythology, history, and self-development, there are a lot of things that are worth noting that we just typically don't have time for or space or whatever for, right? So Notabilia will be reserved for paid subscribers to the Rewriting Myth newsletter. You can see these Notabilia posts between my regular free podcast episodes and newsletters. But if you want to just keep up with the basic Rewriting Myth content, don't worry. You don't need to do anything to keep your free subscription here on the podcast as it is. You'll continue to get that goodness just sent here to wherever you're listening, or you can get it on my Substack. But if you want to take what we talk about on these podcasts even deeper and see the details of history and myth that didn't make it onto these episodes, I'm doing something special. As a celebration for introducing Notabilia, I am offering a 20% off annual subscription to the Rewriting Myth newsletter. To get the discount, you can click the link in the podcast episode description wherever you're listening. If you'd rather select the founding member option and you want that discount applied there, just email me at rewritingmyth at gmail.com and I will set it up for you. All right, that is it for this episode and I can't wait to talk to you next time. If you enjoyed what you heard on today's episode, then I invite you to take this work further and continue the conversation over on Instagram or threads. I'm at monica.frederick.writes on both. And if you're ready to really start the rewriting myth process for yourself and catch up on past episodes and newsletters, then subscribe to my Substack newsletter at monicafrederick.substack.com. There, you can access private chats and resources that I only share with my newsletter subscribers. And you can learn how to work with me directly to help facilitate the rewriting myth process and implement what you learn here on the podcast. Check out the links in the show notes to get started.